Hello, everyone, and welcome to the News Around the NFL podcast, where we talk about what is happening in the NFL football world. I am your host, Gage Burlingame, and I'm here to catch you all up on the news and updates around the NFL. Thank you all so much for tuning in, and let's talk some football. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I am Gage Burlingame, and I will be your host for today's podcast. So in the last episode, we went over my second-year breakout candidates for the upcoming NFL season. These players were rookies last season who didn't have a breakout rookie season like Jamar Chase or Micah Parsons, but they showed signs of promise. So here is a recap of the players who I think will have breakout seasons in their second year. So we have Trey Lance. Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts, Rashad Bateman, Travis Etienne, J.C. Horn, Elijah Moore, Nick Bolton, Christian Barmore, and Elijah Mitchell. So those are the second-year players who I believe will have breakout seasons in the upcoming season. Uh, But now in today's episode, we will be going over the best players who will be free agents in the 2023 offseason. I know it's a, a bit early to talk about this. But if we see who will be playing on the last year of their contract, we could have a sense of who will have career years and who could potentially play for a different team in the 2023 season. Some of these players could sign contracts before the upcoming season starts, or they'll wait until the season is over. But before we go into the 2023 free agents, let's go over some news that is happening around the NFL. So I'll be providing news from an Instagram page called JPA Football. If you guys want to go give them a follow, that is where I get most of my NFL news. Uh, There's not a whole lot of news to go over today. There's probably about two or three things to go over, but let's go ahead and get started. Uh, Steelers rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett was exclusively working with a third-team offense for both OTAs and minicamp, says Mark Cavalli. Cavalli says it's hard to imagine a scenario where Trubisky doesn't start the season as the team's QB1. So... It sounds like they're easing Pickett into the playbook a little bit. He's playing with the the third-team offense. They don't want to overwork him. They don't want to throw him into the starting rotation right away, which is probably a good thing. Um, I mean, Trubisky, he's, he's had experience in the NFL, uh, so I think it makes sense for him to start off the season as the starting quarterback. But I think sooner or later, Pickett will eventually start for Pittsburgh. The Commanders are signing wide receiver Terry McLaurin to a three-year, $71 million deal. Terry McLaurin finally got paid. He is now making a little under $24 million a year. And now he is a part of the crazy offseason where every star wide receiver is getting paid a lot of money. Um, and it's well-deserved. He's a very good wide receiver. It's also a very good contract because it's only a three-year deal. So once those three years are up, he can get even more money or he can go join a playoff team. Eagles reporter Elliot Shore Parks thinks that Jalen Hurts will get a massive contract in the next offseason. He tweeted out and said that the Eagles are likely going to give Jalen Hurts a massive quarterback contract next offseason, around the 35 to $40 million per year range, and that will be a good thing for the franchise. So as of right now, I don't think Jalen Hurts is worth that much money at the moment. But I think he has the chance to prove that he is worth that much money because now the Eagles had a very good offseason. They 
traded for A.J. Brown and gave him a big contract. So now they surrounded Jalen Hurts with talent, so now we can see if he's the real deal or not. So that is it for the news. Now let's go over the best players who will become free agents in 2023. So the deadline for teams and players to sign multi-year extensions is on July 15th. After that date, uh, teams can no longer uh, give them multi-year extensions. They will have to play on the deal that they are currently on. Um, So if these players don't sign a multi-year extension, they are set to become free agents in the next offseason. So with that being said, let's get started. So the first player we'll talk about is Lamar Jackson. Baltimore wants to give Lamar a contract extension, but Lamar is holding off for now. It seems like he wants to focus on just football this season and worry about contract negotiations in the next offseason. It is a bit of a worry for Baltimore as they want to go ahead and sign Lamar to a long-term deal to avoid the risk of losing him to free agency for the next offseason. But Lamar Jackson has come out and said that he wants to spend the rest of his career in Baltimore. So even if he doesn't sign a multi-year extension before the deadline, he will most likely still sign a multi-year extension in the next offseason to stay with Baltimore. So the second player we'll talk about is Debo Samuel. So one of the biggest stories of the offseason was Debo Samuel requesting a trade from the 49ers. San Francisco wanted to extend Debo this offseason, but after the... Uh, new deals that Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill received, everything changed. I mean, the wide receiver market just skyrocketed. Uh, So San Francisco is in a tough situation with him after he requested a trade. But now it seems that Debo will play this season for San Francisco, but who knows if he will resign with the team after the season is over. I think if him and San Francisco still can't sort out their issues, we could see Debo Samuel in in a new uniform next season. So the next player we'll talk about is Tom Brady. So after a very short retirement, Tom Brady is returning to Tampa Bay to try to win his eighth Super Bowl. He is playing on the final year of his contract, and he will be a free agent in the next offseason. Brady will be playing without his longtime Patriot and Buccaneers teammate, Rob Gronkowski, who announced his retirement this offseason. There are a few things that Brady could do once his contract is up in Tampa, He could either re-sign with Tampa Bay, or he could head south and play for Miami, which has been a pretty big rumor for a while now, Um, or he could just retire. Uh, Brady is 44 years old. He's about to be 45 in August, but he may still have some left in the tank to play another season. The next player is DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf's future with Seattle is very unclear. A lot has happened since the end of the uh, 2021-22 season, Seattle traded their longtime quarterback, Russell Wilson, to Denver. So now their quarterback room consists of Drew Locke and Geno Smith. So could Seattle also trade DK? DK is on the last year of his contract, and the receiver market skyrocketed this offseason after the huge deals that Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill signed. Terry McLaurin and A.J. Brown also received new deals, and they were in the same draft class as Metcalf. If Metcalf does not receive a new deal by July 15th, he will be set to become a free agent in the 2023 offseason. Next player we'll talk about is Quentin Nelson. 
Quentin Nelson has a chance to become the highest paid guard in NFL history. He has earned all-pro honors in each of his first four NFL seasons, and he is arguably the best offensive lineman in the NFL. He could ultimately change the guard market the same way that we have seen the receiver market change this offseason because of Christian Kirk. Nelson doesn't want to worry about contract negotiations right now, but in the next offseason, I think Indianapolis will make Quentin Nelson the highest paid guard in NFL history. The next player we'll talk about is Derwin James. Derwin James is one of the best safeties in the league when healthy. In James's first three seasons in the league, he has made the Pro Bowl twice, and he was named first-team All-Pro in his rookie season. Derwin James is now set to play on the final year of his contract, and the safety market has changed a little bit after the contract that Minka Fitzpatrick signed. Minka Fitzpatrick signed a four-year deal worth $73.6 million, with $36 million guaranteed. This paved the way for guys like Derwin James and Jesse Bates to make a huge payday. The Chargers now look like a playoff team after the offseason they had where they signed J.C. Jackson, traded for Khalil Mack, and now the main thing they need to worry about in the next offseason is giving Derwin James a contract extension. So the next player we'll talk about is Roquan Smith. When people talk about the best linebackers in the game, not enough people talk about Roquan Smith. In Smith's first four seasons with Chicago, he tallied 524 total tackles, 43 tackles for loss, 14 sacks, one forced fumble, 17 pass deflections, 5 interceptions, and 17 QB hits. Uh, Roquan Smith did have a rough sophomore season, but he has picked it up since then, and he made second-team All-Pro last season. Even with the numbers that he has, Smith has not yet made a Pro Bowl. There has not been a whole lot of news on a potential extension for Roquan Smith, but Smith has come out and said that the long-term plan is to stay in Chicago. The Bears picked up Smith's fifth-year option, so he has one more year left on his contract. I think Smith could potentially have a career year and get a huge extension with Chicago. Next player we'll talk about is Saquon Barkley. The Giants picked up the fifth-year option for Saquon, so he has one year left on his contract. When Barkley is healthy, he is an absolute playmaker. But the problem is, is that he just can't stay healthy. In Barkley's first four years in the league, he has only played one full season, and that was back in his rookie season, where he had 1,307 rushing yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. He also had 91 catches for 721 receiving yards and four receiving touchdowns. Barkley also made the Pro Bowl in his rookie season. Since then, Barkley has struggled to stay on the field. He tore his ACL during the 2020 NFL season, and last season he had a bad ankle sprain that limited him to 13 games, and he only had 162 carries for 593 yards and two touchdowns. When Barkley is healthy, he is an absolute superstar, but I don't know if New York is willing to give him a new deal just off of potential. Um, we could potentially see him play for another team in the 2023 season. The next player we'll talk about is Orlando Brown Jr. Orlando Brown started off his career in Baltimore, and during the 2021 season, he was traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. Brown has spent four seasons in the NFL, and he has made the Pro Bowl in three of those seasons. The Chiefs placed the franchise tag on Orlando Brown, and the two sides are now working on an extension.
It is unclear if they can get an extension done by the July 15th deadline, but I think Brown will sign an extension with Kansas City uh, during the 2023 offseason. If not, he will be one of the top tackles in the 2023 free agency class. The next player we'll talk about is Elkton Jenkins. Elkton Jenkins is probably the most underrated offensive lineman in the NFL. He has played three seasons in the NFL, and he has made one Pro Bowl, and he is now playing on the final year of his contract. Jenkins can play both guard and tackle, which makes him a very valuable piece to the Green Bay offense. I expect Green Bay to make a big priority to give Jenkins an extension in the next offseason. Next player we'll talk about is Bradley Chubb. After a very impressive rookie season where he tallied 12 sacks, Bradley Chubb has been riddled with injuries since then. In the last three seasons, Chubb has only played 25 games and has only had 8.5 sacks in that span. He is basically like the defensive version of Saquon Barkley, where he has lots of talent, but injuries have been a huge issue. If Chubb continues to struggle with staying on the field, we could potentially see him in another uniform in the 2023 season. The next player we'll talk about is Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates has been nothing but impressive for the Cincinnati defense. In four seasons with Cincinnati, he has 10 interceptions, 35 pass deflections, two forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries, 408 combined tackles, and five tackles for loss. Cincinnati has franchise tag Bates, so he is on contract with them for one more season. After the contract extension that Minka Fitzpatrick signed, Bates has a chance to be one of the highest paid safeties in the league. If Bates doesn't sign an extension with Cincinnati by July 15th, I think he will sign a multi-year extension with them in the next offseason. Next player we'll talk about is Deron Payne. Deron Payne is a part of the stacked commander's defensive line that also consists of Jonathan Allen, Chase Young, and Montez Sweat. In Payne's first four seasons, he has nine pass deflections, four forced fumbles, 14 and a half sacks, 227 combined tackles, 22 tackles for loss, and 35 QB hits. He has been a very productive defensive tackle for Washington, but I wouldn't be surprised if they let Payne walk and draft another defensive lineman. The next player we'll talk about is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs has played in three seasons for the Raiders, and he has 3,087 total rushing yards and 28 touchdowns. He also has 107 receptions for 752 receiving yards. One thing that has confused me about the Raiders and Josh Jacobs is the lack of receiving production from him. He was a very good receiving back at Alabama, and Las Vegas has barely used his receiving ability. His targets have been increasing after each season, but he still hasn't been as productive as he could be. The Raiders have not picked up Jacobs' fifth-year option, so this is his last year of his contract. It sounds like Vegas could potentially move on from Jacobs after this season. Next player we'll talk about is Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson has improved a lot since his rookie season, and he became the Steelers' number one option last season. He finished the season with 107 receptions for 1,161 yards and 8 touchdowns. The Steelers lost Juju Smith-Schuster and James Washington the free agency this offseason, 
and they drafted Georgia's wide receiver, George Pickens, in the second round of the 2022 NFL Draft. Johnson is playing on the final year of his contract, and Ben Roethlisberger is no longer his quarterback. He will play this season with either Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett as a starting quarterback. If Johnson keeps improving like he did in the last season, he will get a big extension. The next player we'll talk about is Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is in a very odd situation. He is still under contract with Cleveland, but the Browns have traded for his replacement in Deshaun Watson. But it is now looking like Deshaun Watson will be facing a big suspension from the NFL. So now Mayfield's future is up in the air. Uh, there have been reports that Mayfield could be traded and Jacoby Brissett will lead the Browns. But now there are reports that Cleveland could try and reconcile with Baker and see if he will be the starting quarterback for Cleveland this season. Um, but I think the most likely scenario is for Baker to get traded somewhere like the Seahawks. I just I don't think Baker will want to play for Cleveland because of them trading for his replacement. So I think the best case scenario is for him to be traded to Seattle and start for the Seahawks. But if he doesn't play this year, he will be one of the top quarterbacks in the 2023 free agency class. Next player we'll talk about is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo is on the final year of his contract with San Francisco, but it looks like he may not be the starting quarterback for the 49ers this season. Trey Lance has been improving since his rookie season, and he is now in line to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers. If that is the case, Garoppolo will probably be traded somewhere. The only problem is that there are not a whole lot of teams that need a quarterback that bad. Garoppolo also has a big cap hit, which is one reason why San Francisco wants to get rid of him. Garoppolo is 33-14 and 14 as a starter, so he can win games. He just doesn't amaze people. Garoppolo will most likely be on a different team next season. My, my prediction is that if Brady retires after this season, Garoppolo could probably go to Tampa Bay. The next player we'll talk about is Mike Kosicki. The Miami Dolphins franchise tagged Mike Kosicki for the upcoming NFL season. Kosicki has played four seasons in the NFL, and he has 199 receptions for 2,255 receiving yards and 13 touchdowns. He is 6'6", and he has great hands. He is one of the most underrated tight ends in the league, and I think he could have a career year this season. The Dolphins added Tyreek Hill this offseason, and Jalen Waddle showed out as a rookie. With those two at wide receiver, that'll help open things up for Gesicki in the passing game. Gesicki will be one of the top tight ends in the 2023 free agency class, and if he shows out, he will get a nice payday. The next player we'll talk about is Dalton Schultz. The Dallas Cowboys franchise tagged Dalton Schultz this offseason, and Schultz wants to get a long-term deal done with Dallas, but the negotiations haven't been successful. If they can't get a deal done by July 15th, Schultz will play this season under the franchise tag. Schultz didn't do much in his first two seasons with Dallas, but after Blake Jarwin tore his ACL in the 2020 season opener against the Rams, Schultz took over and made an immediate impact. He took over as a starting tight end for Dallas, and now he is looking for a new contract. It is not looking like they will get a deal done this offseason, but I think they may be able to get one done in the next offseason. The final player we'll talk about is Levante David. Levante David has been with the Buccaneers for 10 seasons, 
This will be his 11th season with the Buccaneers, as he is on the final year of his contract. Levante David has been a very reliable linebacker for Tampa Bay. He has been named to three All-Pro teams, first team All-Pro in 2013. He has one Pro Bowl appearance, and he won Super Bowl 55 against the Chiefs. David is 32 years old, and he has been a great mentor for the Bucks' young star linebacker, Devin White. His future is uncertain with Tampa, and he is a little older, so it is possible that he could retire, or he could sign a veteran contract to return to the team. So those were 20 of the best players who will be free agents in the 2023 offseason. Here are some honorable mentions who uh, didn't make my top 20. There was Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Rodney Hudson, J.J. Watt, Marcus Davenport, Tremaine Edmonds, Marcus Peters, James Bradbury, and Jordan Poyer. So those are some of the best players who will become free agents in 2023. If these players don't get extensions by the July 15th deadline, we could see a stacked free agency class in the 2023 offseason. So that will do it for today's episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. In the next episode, I'll be going over my very early Super Bowl predictions and NFL Honor Award predictions. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I am Gage Burlingame, and I will see you all next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.